0: is Brittany and I have a bachelor's degree in film and television. And my name is Daniel and I have a bachelor's degree in dramatic writing and and what are we doing? <laughs> oh, we're going to make a bad horse movie.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Cult Classics. Woo. Welcome to the show uh longtime guest host, first time guest host with me. Yeah. Um well, that's not true. Technically, we did some cult- Cultsmiths, but I feel like Cultsmith is a show within a show. Yep, So it's it's completely different thing. This
0: is the real deal. This is
1: cult classics proper. Daniel is here. Um, Jessica is taking a well-deserved break. So for this month's episode, it's going to be the two of us in shenanigans. Um, this is going to yeah. be very exciting. Uh, Daniel is also the DM of No Dice, the D&D podcast on the Pocket Podcast Network, um, mm-hmm. and has done a couple cultsmiths episodes. Um, and did you do a regular cult classics
0: John. With John. Yeah, yeah, we did Escapes All Drop. Yeah. Um, the acclaimed Ocean's Eleven Horse Plinko episode. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna kill me for saying that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so now we finally have Daniel on with one of, one of the OGs here. At some point, I think the three of us should do an episode because I think that would be... Didn't didn't we do a cult? We did a cultsmith. Again, I'm, I'm like cult okay. Classics
0: proper. Right. Um I was just making sure I didn't hallucinate that we did a coltmist too. So, no. okay, but yeah, we definitely need to get all three of us in a room and do a a a bad horse movie that's not holiday related. Yeah,
1: not holiday themed. We are we are doing a horse movie. So, we are going to talk about horses today, and unfortunately, I have to be the person that knows about horses today. <laughs>
0: I, I was a horse child briefly.
1: Yeah, more um, experienced so, me.
0: I know I know some horse things. So hit me with your your horse facts.
1: Um, all of my horse facts I've learned on this podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I can only do so
1: much, unfortunately. Um, my horse fact that I always think of is like horses pump their blood by walking, um, like something to do with their legs pumping it back up from like a crab nasty sure (laughs) sure (laughs) um but speaking of like being a horse child I always forget that I did a horse camp one year so the camp that me and my sister I think all three of us at some some point went to there was different like themes so like whatever week you went you could pick not themes there was like camps within camp basically like everybody was there but you picked what camp you were going to and I only went one year for horse camp because Jessica wanted to go to pony camp and we both had to go at the same time but we were in different age brackets so Mm -hmm. I had to go to horse camp because everything else was too athletic for me like I did not want to do swimming camp and I did not want to do you know like all the stuff because every other year I think the ones I remember I did a drama camp one year I did photography camp one year um I cannot remember any of the other ones, but, like, creative stuff was, like, the, usually the group I was in, Right, and I remember, I'm pretty sure my horse's name was Peaches, and I, that was, like, that's, like, the only experience, aside from, so, if we're talking about, like, timeline of me and horses, there's that one, I think I was probably, like, 15, maybe, and then, and then, like, fast forward to a year ago, (laughs) where Sarah put me on freestyle, and that was it. (laughs) all two horse experiences. Yeah, that's pretty much the extent of my horse horse riding experience. Um so yeah, so that's that's what I know of horses is very
0: limited. Did you like do any horse camps or anything? No. Um I was homeschooled. We didn't do anything. <laughs> um I I took horseback riding lessons when I was a teenager. Mm. But my primary horse experience was, I was, this is going to be a throwback for like two specific listeners that share my interests as a child. There was an online game called Horseland. And I was obsessed with Horseland. I knew all about all the different breeds, um, which were real horse breeds, just virtual. I did a ton of research. I kept meticulous records of all their bloodlines. We did virtual shows. We did like, I was Deep in it, son, never touched a horse, but man, did I know stuff about their English riding scores. <laughs> um to like and like I'm I mean, I like I knew about their competitions, I knew about like all the different breeds of horses, I knew about colors, I knew about blood, like I knew all this stuff. Didn't know what horses ate though. Did you not have to feed yeah. your horses in Horseland? you do you just click a button that says feed the horse (laughs) so it's not like it's not like you gotta you know (laughs) um so that that the first time that i actually spoke to a real horse person about horses was when this this glaring error was made obvious to me it's like ah maybe i should touch a real horse sometime (laughs) go touch grass um (laughs) have you yet to touch a real horse no, I took horseback riding lessons when I was a teenager. Yep. I rode a pony named Sally Sue. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I was the horse girl. Ah. She didn't like anybody but me. Um, and she didn't even like me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we did that for a little while. And then uh, my mom got tired of paying for it. And it honestly wasn't like my big interest. Mm-hmm. So we, it just kind of was like, and, eh, you know. So I haven't ridden a horse in an extremely long time. I, I would not count me
1: sitting on Freestyle and being led around the ring as riding. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, one day one day I will meet Freestyle. Yes, one day you will. And I would love to interview Freestyle at some point. I just think Freestyle has thoughts that should be shared. Oh, you, you know she has opinions. Just look at her. Yeah, she has major opinions just by being alive, I think. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, But... I the, freestyle is the horse. Freestyle is basically this show's like, uh, I, I don't like, I don't know niece. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to like what the cause, godchild. Well, yeah, because it's like cousins' child. So like second cousin, I think, or so- or once removed. I don't remember the difference, but so so yeah. So freestyle is the horse of this show. Um... And uh, we love and appreciate Freestyle here. Yes, uh, this is a Freestyle appreciation show. No longer yeah. cult classics. <laughs> I think I think having a show like that would be just so long. It would just be a, such a long show. Okay, so would you like to play one of our infamous games? Uh, I have a hey or nay prepared for us. Oh, I would love a hey or nay. I say I. I do not. I didn't do
0: anything. <laughs> I did none of this.
1: I did none of this. I messaged Jessica in a panic like, I need a hey or nay, please. Um. <laughs> I could have made one up. Um, but I wanted to, first of all,
0: like, just really easily, Jessica just, you know. She just does that. Out. Yeah. You know, I, we, we could have done, like, pick the three names that were my most cherished horses on Horseland. We could have done that. that would be I, easy. You know what? Let's do that <laughs> after this because now I want to guess. Oh, no. If you can remember any of them. Oh, um, I'll tr- oh, I, I think about one of them daily. Okay, all right. So then I'll I'll take a good
1: guess. But Jessica <laughs> sent me this list first, and then went. Wait, no, wait, no, wait, <laughs> and the whole list. It was all real horses she had made up names that were real horses um, amazing There's I horse guess I'll bear all over again I guessed I guessed one but um she was like well technically you would have gotten any of them right because they're all real horse names and I'm like the one time we're not recording fake out. I did not but but then she came back with a new list. So this new list is not real horses aside from one. So we've got three horse names. One of them is real, two of them are fake. Um and uh I'm going to read them out for you. So the first name we have is Nebraska Gold. Uh that is that is our first option. The second option is Cloud Computing. And then the third option is Blue Freedom. Dang it. They're very good. They are very good. But these are all, um, I say these are all, one of these is a real Preakness winner.
0: Okay. Cloud Computing is fake. Okay. Right out the gate. Um, The other two are Nebraska Gold and Blue Freedom. Correct. Yes. (sighs) Don't metigame this. <laughs> well, I'm only I just listened to the Camp Cloudy episode of Colt Classics, um, which was a banger. And the the fake horse for that Hey or Nay also had freedom in the name. Mm. So I'm like, oh no. I wanna say Blue Freedom's a real one, but the last fake one had freedom in it. So oh no. <laughs> um uh but I but i I'm going to say Nebraska gold's the real one. I'm going to fight my instincts. Okay.
1: Well, unfortunately, you're not correct. You did what I did. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> and,
1: and you kicked the real one out first. <laughs> no way. Yeah. This is the no winner way! of the Freakness is cloud computing.
0: And I, was, I, was I actually. No possible.
1: Right. But it is 2022. Like this is, yeah. these are names horses can have these days. Yeah. I guessed that correctly when <laughs> Jessica threw it at me. Wow. It was like the first time I've ever gotten one right. So in
0: this scenario, you had to be me. So it
1: was very important that okay. you, you were me.
0: I cannot believe. And so sometimes when you listen to podcasts and the hosts get a really obvious trivia question wrong, you're like, you're just doing that for the podcast. I'm not doing it for the podcast. I really didn't get that at all. <laughs> right? You're like, this is not a bit.
1: That can't be that can't be a real horse name. We are in twenty twenty two people. We could have a horse that could win a race named Poggers. Like you never oh, know. No, oh
0: no. Like I don't oh, think that's no. gonna happen anytime. The twenty thirty but... Belmont Stakes winner, Poggers.
1: Like think of think of it though. Like we are now getting <laughs> to a time where horse names can be like references to things.
0: Pogger's looking awfully sus there on the back stretch. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Not good. I actually hate that. Take it back. I immediately regret <laughs> me saying that. I was trying to continue with my game announcer voice, but I don't know any other Gen Z slang. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry I, to the kids. I'm a millennial. Listen, I wasn't even good at slang
1: when it was popular when I was young, so I've just never been good at it. My thing is I, I always want to do alternative slang that I think is funny. like Right, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not in the popular culture, but I want to be like, yeah, that just rolls my cabbage. Like, it's mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh, <yeah>. stupid. <laughs> okay, so we've done a hey or nay. Yes. Um, yeah. And you've now been indoctrinated into the guessing
0: incorrectly <laughs> category. Yeah, I get my dunce cap and everything.
1: Well, because, like, you always with were, you know, co-spiring with Jessica about... <laughs> horse names and i couldn't get them right so haha back at you revenge is yours revenge is mine all right you want to generate a title Ooh, let's generate a title okay let's generate a title so the first thing we have to do is we have to shuffle unfortunately because this is never a good list of words right at the beginning Ooh. all right our top three choices are bullet paints elijah Bullet is so good.
0: (laughs) I know. Like, it's all really good. Like, Bullet Paints Elijah is just already a title. title. There you go. Um, (laughs) But that is that, to me, is a war movie. Exactly. Like, we're talking, like, French-Indian War kind of movie. Yeah. My my theological sensibilities say Elijah, but you're right. Bullet is very good.
1: Bullet is good. Bullet, to me, is like a fast horse, right? So that would be some kind of racing thing, which we've done before. So we don't necessarily have to go down that road.
0: Honestly, um, I think we've done one of everything before, so True. But true. now I'm here, so it's a fresh new game.
1: It is a fresh new game. Um uh and we can always do a uh something we've done before in a new way. Um, I'm trying to think of we've done a couple racing movies. Like not that I mean, that's pretty common for horse movies, but I feel like the categories are racing movie or like war movie or horse girl movie. Like I feel like those are kind of our Areas, right. Um, that's basically it. Yeah, except for when you know I say let's do it in space
0: or let's do a noir or cyberpunk. Or the racing it doesn't involve horses at all. Right.
1: Yeah. We've done we've done a lot of things. So um. So yeah. So there is so there is a freshness here. Do you want to do Elijah? No. Let's hold bullet. Let's do bullet. Okay. We're gonna click on bullet. Um. Black, the or horse are our next options. As funny as bullet
0: horses, I think maybe <laughs> V is the one. We can also do a shuffle. Cause bullet V is a weird sentence well, structure. Bullet the horse. Bullet, we're <laughs> it's horse again. Well, you know, bullet the I'm I'm, I'm just oh, like, another word after horse.
1: Okay, yeah, let's see what happens. We can always backspace too.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Well, aside from horse, our options <laughs> bullet are <the> horse, <laughs> bullet horse, bullet the horse.
0: The our options boring. are
1: wild or red. How many more words do we want in this title? I mean, we can go as long and or. I feel as like short. I feel like
0: red invites even more words.
1: Well, but, let's see what happens. We've got uh, stallion, pony, or horses. Again, we don't have to commit to any
0: of these. We can always shuffle. We can always backspace. No, nah, I'm not married to red. Okay, let's let's take out red. Um, let's give it a shuffle. This is always the problem with generating the title. Lemon? The lemon? <laughs> Bullet the lemon? It's about a racehorse who's a dud. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Got him at the used horse lot, and it just doesn't go.
1: Oh my god! Bullet the lemon. Bullet the lemon <laughs> drop is even funnier. <laughs> um. Okay. Wait. 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 Of is an option in this list. Okay. So bullet the lemon of you know of Tartuga <laughs> or something. Tar- <laughs> of Kentucky, obviously. Uh, um, obviously. Let's give another shuffle. See if we're gonna be at another location. Ah, the
0: lemon of ah, lemon of ah, October. The lemon of October.
1: Okay, I feel like I feel like this is something, right? Bullet colon the lemon of October. <laughs>
0: what does that even mean? Bullet the lemon of October. Um, <laughs> this is just words.
1: <laughs> this is just words, and this is the part where we can make the words mean things. Okay. Um. So, hmm. Do we like this enough to try to riff off of it?
0: Honestly, between the two of us, we can do anything. That's Um, true.
1: We're very powerful.
0: So we can make it work, but it's so bizarre. It's so
1: bizarre. I think that's kind of like... Let me just say this, too. So I asked you earlier today. I was like, hey, do you want a word to put in the generator? Because Jessica and I have been putting words in the generator. Daniel was like, no, can't do it. Absolutely not. And I was like, all right, cool. So so I feel like this is the consequence for not
0: putting any yeah. words in the oh, generator. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, 100%. <laughs> in a good way. Bullet, the lemon of October. So I think, obviously, the horse's name is Bullet. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, that's not no-brainer. I think of October can mean anything we want but I think whatever event we are kind of having happen in this movie happens in October okay like that that those are the two I'm already like feeling that Um, okay and I think lemon in this particular scenario I think we need to give a new meaning to
0: okay so the meanings of lemon are uh, a dud like Mm -hmm. a car's a lemon Mm -hmm. or um, or color Mm-hmm. it's it's yellow mm-hmm. or the horse is sour in some way mm-hmm. those are the three that i can right off think of when you say that horse is a lemon mm-hmm. those would be the three things i would think of
1: now the other thing i can think of is if somebody used it in an endearing way and in in an endearing way of like some grandmother calls their granddaughter a lemon or a lemon drop right in like a way of like oh you're so sweet but also a little sour. Um, right like I'm it sounds like, like a pumpkin but we're from Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like, you know, an endearing term that we could kind of do. And so but 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 if we're, you know, doing this in a way of like we are writing this movie, then mm-hmm. that wouldn't be that wouldn't come into play until like halfway through. Like you would think for at least the first half of the movie that lemon and maybe even we there are characters that use lemon as in like a dud or whatever so you're like okay cool so this this horse sucks and then like then the little girl is like oh but that's my lemon drop or whatever and so and then we you know figure out why
0: it it, it <laughs> um did you ever see uh Annabelle's Wish Mm-mm. okay it was an animated christmas movie about a reindeer with no horns okay. um <laughs> But in that in that movie, the people talk and the animals talk, but they can't talk to each other. But they have moments where they're talking past each other where it's like, it's like they can almost understand me. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so I'm, I'm picturing this moment of Bullet being like, everyone calls me a lemon. It's terrible. And the little girl's like, don't let them get to you. When my Grammy called me lemon, it meant that I was sweet and also a little sour. But it just made me special. Just like you, Bullet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's exactly the vibe I was going for. You already you already know. There we go. Yeah. Okay, so so we do have talking animals in this one. Um
0: I do I'm like a, I'm always a proponent for talking animals in the horse movies. Yeah, we don't have the horses talk that often. You don't, and every time I'm like, and the horses talk, and y'all are like, and the horses don't talk. I'm like, no, I think because like I'm
1: approaching it from the, the perspective of a filmmaker and I already know working with horses is, is a lot. So then right. be like and they talk. You have to either like, are you going to make their lips move? Are they just going to be a voiceover? Like, what's the are they? Is it an animated movie? That's a whole other kit and caboodle. Um, speaking of what are we what are we thinking vibe wise? Because right now it feels like a Hallmark movie but oh no Coltsmith Swiss came back yeah but that's what I'm thinking like we can also go kind of funky because the thing about having this premise doesn't mean that has to be serious or 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 it could be serious or whatever because I'm thinking a lot about how a lot of like horror movies have this like you think you understand the tone going in and then it like changes halfway through the movie not that we're making a horror movie I would never make a horror horse movie but like as no. a thought.
0: So, but the the way the first way that I thought of to do that would be to like set this tone from the beginning that like Bullet has always been Bullet's always been like kind kind of a dud. Everyone calls him a lemon, but then it's a sweet thing because Grammy used to call me lemon, and then somebody dies and it gets extremely serious. I have to win this race for her. (laughs) It's like okay, this was a feel good kids movie. Why? We fired the writer halfway through and, oh, Boise, that's why it's the limit of October is because it takes place at Halloween. All of a sudden, it's extremely grim.
1: <laughs> the, thing about house it, the thing about it is, though, like, so many kids movies from when we were kids are so dark.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. All dogs go to heaven. Forget it.
1: Yeah. I'm even thinking of, like, um, the the Rescuers Oh, mm mm-hmm. and like Rescuers Down Under, like there's a happy ending, but it's dark like for a long time. Oh
0: yeah,
1: oh yeah. So like we we grew up with kids' movies being like dark in in a very specific way.
0: Mm-hmm. Don Bluth. Yeah, I was about to say that guy, <laughs>
1: Don Bluth. Don Bluth. Um, I mean, you know, if we're talking about the classic Don Bluth Anastasia, I mean, mm-hmm. the thing about Anastasia, let me just turn this into a movie podcast for a minute. <laughs> The thing about Anastasia is that it changes genres.
0: Like, there's like no, it doesn't change genres. Characters are experiencing two different genres. That's yeah. I I was trying to I was trying to explain this to my husband last night and I could yeah. not think of the movie I was thinking of. <laughs> Anastasia. Anastasia, because like
1: all the all the human people are experiencing a a con, you know, of some mm. kind. And even when they interact with the supernatural, they don't see the supernatural until right at the very end. Right. But then like all of the undead and the bats and the demons and they're having their whole other musical. They're having a musical too. I mean, like oh, everybody's, yeah. everyone's having a musical, but like they're having their a different <laughs> experience. Two
0: two parallel musicals that aren't in the same genre whatsoever.
1: Not in the same genre at all. And so I feel like that is something we could also pull from, too, of like we could have so so if you're saying right that the 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 animals talk and the humans talk but they don't interact with each other that's two genre lines that we can have i like it it does feel like an animated movie though
0: at this point it it does and i mean that might be the might be the best way to go because i mean i'm already picturing this thing in the five dollar movie bin so
1: <laughs> I, can we get knock off don bluth
0: <laughs> Yeah, right? Like the, the the bell ringer of Paris or whatever the <laughs> knockoffs are for Disney. Yeah. Well, and yeah. that's always our goal here at Cult Classics.
1: It's like $5 movie bin movies. If it's mm-hmm. good, if it could get an Oscar, we've done it wrong. So yes. we are trying to make a bad horse movie here. And here's – let me let me always say – I always say this, but let me say this again. A bad movie doesn't mean it's not an enjoyable movie. Exactly. I love bad movies. I constantly just like it's something that would have considered no like film value of you know doesn't go to the Oscars, goes to the five dollar movie bin. Everybody talks about it. Like I watch this when I am you know intoxicated. Like that's the kind of stuff I love. So it's enjoyable to me. I also just know with my academic background that that's not a good movie. Right. (laughs) Like I have training that's
0: like you. Don't want to aim for this, but unfortunately, <laughs> I'm like this. This is not aspirational, but you must see it. It's aspirational to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I if I a movie I made, cuz first of all, I don't make feature length films. So, that's already out of my realm of like what I do. But if a movie I made ended up in the $5 movie bin, I would be so stoked. <laughs> I would be so excited. Cuz like I I make dumb movie kind of content on purpose. <laughs> so okay so bullet the lemon of october so do we want to like bring in some kind of like demon aspect you know a la animated bug demons from anastasia or do we want to just have it be like weirdly grim for a period of time
0: oh man like since it's october you know i'm we could we could go halloween adjacent and um and bring in some some spooky supernatural stuff mm-hmm. but i honestly i really like just like unnaturally dark for half the thing sure so is, hmm warms my childhood heart <laughs> what's the one that's like isn't like ferngully that's like really dark Oh yeah, it that when you were talking about um, the tone differences in Anastasia, I was thinking about Ferengali. Yeah, because I hadn't seen Ferengali up until a couple years ago, and who hey, boy? Yeah, yeah. Ferengali is like stop killing
1: the planet.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, Ferengali don't play around. Um, <laughs> I don't, because mm, the 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 thing about the thing about making a villain in a movie, yeah, is generally generally speaking. If the bad guy is bad, you want the thing that they represent to be bad. Right. Um, you know, the logging company, necromancer, uh, cats in All Dogs Go to Heaven. You know, something really <laughs> bad. Um, You've listed things that are very vastly different, but go on. <laughs> um, because when I, I was thinking, like, if we want, a like storyline that's kind of lighthearted mm-hmm. parallel to one that isn't mm-hmm. we could always we could always have someone from Peta trying to get set bullet free oh yeah from from the the precious little girl okay who has him okay but so- i don't know if we want a demon I, PETA, Peta's not good don't do Peta. pita bad but I don't know if we want to humanize Peter that hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think what it could be, I think you're in the right vein.
1: I think it could be a, a person who, like the type of person who would buy domesticated caged birds and then just open them into the woods, right? Yeah. Yep, like yep, like exactly. not doing the proper research of of how to care and rehabilitate animals. Because even even so with like... This conversation comes up a lot with people who are against zoos, which mm-hmm. we—I'm uh, a big fan of zoos here if, if they're done correctly, because they, you know there are ways to do zoos wrong. But the thing about zoos is, their job is not to rehabilitate animals to put them back into the wild. There are other organizations that do that. Zoos are there to take care of animals that are incapable of being put back into the wild. And so we are taking care of them. We are their caretakers in that particular situation. And it's preservation um, and helping to like help endangered species become unendangered essentially. So so there's a lot of good that it does, but there are a lot of people that go to zoos and think, ah, this lion is in too small of a cage. They don't see the whole back area. They don't see the enrichment that they do. Mm -hmm. They don't see all of the love and care that goes into it. So I think something like that of a person who is like, well, horses should not be kept, you know, maybe not necessarily, I don't want to like give a specific, but basically this person is just trying to set pets free essentially right yeah
0: like pet um, animals domesticated animals hamsters you know like guinea pigs yeah they they belong in the wild and i don't i don't want to say that this needs to be a musical okay um because it's already animated doesn't have not every animated movie has to be a musical right but if, if they had a villain song i'm picturing them like talking about all of the things they've done, all the animals they've set free, and then it cuts to the animals, and they're just, like, sad in the forest, and, like, oh, no, why? <laughs> this is not good, actually. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. I set all these little birdies free, and they're all like, ah! <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> yeah, so, um. oh, yeah, that's a villain, all right. Yeah. You've seen Oliver and Company, yes? A long time ago.
1: That's the one that's um, the, like, little cat, and the dog. Why should I worry?
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. It's been a while, um, so that's all I remember. <laughs> it, that one. That one is also super dark. Mm-hmm. Um, in in places. Yeah. But Oliver at Oliver's a kitten and gets adopted by this rich little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, who they just become besties and everything's wonderful. And meanwhile, there's a you know the the back end plot where they're trying to kidnap the little girl or the cat or the dog out of. They're kind of, somebody's trying to kidnap somebody it's really bad and evil and scary yeah but, you know so you'll get to like a plotting scene every it's like we're gonna get him and then it'll cut to like we're playing together we're best friends forever and everything's wonderful and that's <laughs> kind of what i'm picturing as far as this movie goes it's like you get like the villain is like and then i will free that poor little pony from that awful place and then it's like bullet you're my best friend <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, i think oh, if no. we're having two different
1: genres too like, why don't we make the villain genre, the musical, like, you know, plotting, derma- like, very melodramatic, yeah. right? And then, like, everything else is kind of just, like, normal horse girl animated kind of vibes until we <laughs> yes. hit, like, you know, where they interact. Because I think what should happen, I'm thinking a lot of, um, oh, uh, what's the, oh, gosh, why can I not think of the movie? I think it's Rescuers where the girl is like on the swamp with the nasty old woman and her alligators mhm yeah so like something like that right where they the this villain who is trying to set animals free is really not setting all of them free like ends up taking some of them with with them to wherever they live in the nasty woods somewhere um, woods, like gnarled trees uh-huh. and like, oh yeah know. the classic yeah the classic the classic the classic and um so so bullet i almost call
0: bullet lemon <laughs> i keep i keep doing that i have to like be very careful yeah uh but i feel like i keep think, i keep thinking of things that are that that take this movie from charmingly bad to actually bad yeah and i feel like a certain lack of clarity as far as Bullet's name might help that. Okay. It's like we call it Bullet and Lemon in interchangeably. Uh, Lemon's in a term of endearment, but it's also really unclear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, what's his name? Goes into the Dark Forest. Yeah,
1: is in the Dark Forest and now is like, you know, broke away and now is really lost. So we have that like classic animated sequence where like there are eyes in the shadows and there's lightning mm-hmm. flashing and and now it starts to rain and we're lost and like we're running away um and that's like our dark you know moment where basically we've swapped the genre or like combined the genres right where right. where bullet is now experiencing what the the villain Genre was. I wonder too if maybe at that point Bullet has a song.
0: Okay, I could dig it. To like,
1: for sure. I, i I'm tr- again. I'm trying to make this make sense, and I don't need to. But like, I feel like yeah, I with me specifically, I like to have intention of things, even if it's bad. So I feel like the intention of like following the genre, and then when we put a character in it, in the other genre, they need to experience that genre fully. Um, and then also to your point about Bullet slash Lemon, I think that Bullet is the name that like every animal would know this horse by. And, and I don't, it could be unclear of if like bullet is their horse name, like the name that they're registered under or whatever. But, but, you know, Lucy calls, calls bullet lemon. Like that's just, that's just the way that that interaction works.
0: Bullet is lost in the forest. Eyes everywhere. Dark and stormy night. uh Um, There's so many crazy noises, starting to hear things, uh, you know, things in the forest calling his name. Oh, my gosh, what is happening? And then all of a sudden, through all these dissonant whispers, one tiny bell-like voice, Lemon. It's like, there it is. That's my Lucy. That's where home is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thematic. I like it. OK, so now now we need we need a we need a something because so far I feel like we've got bullet the lemon down. I think we need of October down. So I, I feel like there needs to be some kind of event, some kind of something that we're missing, because if if we if we if we think about um, Oliver, like there's the bit with the kidnapping and then it fails, I think. And it's been so long since I saw this I know, it's been a really long time. I'm remembering the kidnapping, though. I forgot that was a thing. Because she's a rich kid, you know, they're going to, like, ransom. Um,
0: And then I I think she gets rescued by the dogs? Yeah, the the, the Artful Dodger and all the other little dogs come and save her. Yeah. Because she's important to Oliver. Right. And then I think, like, then we have, like, a happily
1: ever after.
0: Yeah, everybody gets adopted.
1: Yeah. So I'm wondering if, like, there's if there's a part two to this, right, where, and we could have this be like a through line, right? Because what we have right now is just Bullet experiencing like the high life, but we could have something where Bullet is preparing for this event, whether it's like a race in October or it's a show or it's a musical (laughs) or something. Um, Having like this preparation of like, You know, what I, what I really keep coming back to, and this doesn't make any sense, is like, and this is not what we've done with this movie so far, so I don't know if this would work at all, but like, I saw a, recently on my Facebook page, a, a pageant, and, and I totally had forgotten that pageants even existed, right, so like, there's like, you know, Miss Pennsylvania and, you know, Miss USA and like, all and, you know, and Miss Crawford County Fair. Like there's like, you know, specific pageantry titles. But like in my head, I keep thinking of Lemon of October being a pageantry title for some reason. <laughs> like I'm the Lemon. I'm the Lemon of October. And it doesn't make any sense and it does not work with what we've
0: created. But that is what I keep coming back to in my mind for some reason. I like your I like your thinking. I like your track. I don't think the lemon of October needs to be the title that you're going for. No. No. Because because I think that um Bullet loses. Oh. Um but but it's but you know, but but because Bullet still means a lot to Lucy. Mm-hmm. Like you're not the 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 king of October, but you're the lemon of October. <laughs> you know, like that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. so, so something, something like that. But yeah. so, I'll, yeah.
1: Because I think if we have some kind of like fair, right? It's called the October mm-hmm. Fair,
0: right? Yep. And and then you 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 have like a, it's like prom king and queen, but it's the the prince and princess of October. And it's horses or something. It's horses. Yep, it's horses. Humans are not allowed to be prince and princess of this fair. No, absolutely not. it's it's, It's a horse pageant. It's a horse fair. Yeah. Actually, that could be really fun if, like, the fair was only
1: about horses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd do a lot with that. Sure. I mean, I'm thinking, like, you could even take cotton candy and call it, like, a horse tail. Like, you know. Uh, oh gosh! Yeah, just like really rename, re- restructure everything to be around horses.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! And there's a there's a uh, there's a candy apple booth that's called horse apples, and it's no attention is brought to it. It's a fun gag for the parents. Who know what horse apples are? Good. The kids have no idea. <laughs> Good, excellent. Um.
1: Okay. So. So yeah, I love that. Yeah, Prince of October. So I so I feel like. Going back to kind of what we were doing before, so I, I think that um, Bullet and Lucy are preparing for this, the October fair, like from okay. the beginning. Um, and then, and then that, again, with our like structure, we have Bullet and Lucy preparing for the fair. We have a moment where we kind of talk about how Lucy calls Bullet Lemon, um, everybody else calls Bullet Bullet unclear why but it just is which i like um you know talking more about it being a term of endearment rather than like their name um and then while this is happening we have this villain who is like i must settle the animals free except for they come to my farm instead um so like because i also think having this idea of not only just like misinformed about freedom for animals but also like taking annals for your own gain of being like they're free because I'm watching them. Like that's not how that works at all. And it's a commentary on a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. And then the villain sings bullet and Lucy don't sing for a while. And then the kidnap happens. And we, so we end up with bullet kidnapped um, and bullet escapes somehow traveling through the dark and twisted woods maybe has a a song and then you know we have this moment where lucy calls out to lemon and that comes back and yay they're reunited um i then we get to the fair i think the villain needs to come back at the fair so we have a final defeat a final something and if we're going classic (laughs) like children's animated the defeat is like they're in a bucket of apples or something, right? Like they're in a barrel, like not like they're dead.
0: They're just, yeah, they just like, don't, they don't die. Just like really humiliated, comically humiliated. And then like some, you know, funny voiced police officers, like let's go buddy. Yeah. Right. Right. I, I really like the, the pageant needs to be like the climax of the film. Yeah. Um. So it, but I would really love Oh no, you know what? Okay, so the, the the villain's motivation is they saw the pageant last year and were so struck by the things that they were making these poor horses do that they've been planning this heist is whatever for a whole year. It's like it's like I'm going to get these horses. What if what if
1: they're they're picking off the horses that are entered into the Prince of Prince of October competition one by one and bullet is like either the first or the last.
0: Mm-hmm, I don't know which mm-hmm. one would make
1: more sense considering we're saying the
0: bullet leaves. The last, because if bullet escapes, then bullet can set all the other horses free and it's wonderful. Now we can have the pageant again. And so we go when we have the pageant and everything's going really good. And then the villain comes back and it's terrible. Yeah, and it's awful. I have and this. Then I have we have kick this... them into a bucket of apples and right. it's fine.
1: <laughs> okay, but I have this really, really I don't know if it's a bad image. I have this image in my head, right? So we're talking like Don Bluth, early Disney—not early Disney, but like kind of Golden Age of Disney. I, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. storytelling. What if? And and this would involve the villain having to have henchmen, but which classic? Why not? Um, but what if to get, to get into this pageant? The, the villain who we do not named, by the way, um, this villain does the classic front half of a horseback. Horse. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's just like yes, yes, walking yes. around with this dead-eyed <laughs> horse head, <laughs> and the horses are trying to talk to it. <laughs> That's it. yeah because I think that like you know something has happened to so this villain's like i will be recognized if i just walk in there so i the, the clearly the thing to do is to disguise myself as a horse to re-release the horses <laughs> and, and 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 you know in in the in the villain brain idea is like i will win the the pageant i will be the prince of october so that i can then reveal myself and set them free right like that idea but uh, oh something gosh. has to happen, and I think one of the horses just kicks them into the bucket, and like they split <laughs> apart, right? So like, so the villain gets kicked into the bucket, yeah, yeah. and then the henchman is like recovering what? up on the side, and that's that's a great place for the policeman to come in. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. That's <laughs> so stupid. Just and they're just standing around the horse paddock, and it's like, it's like, hey, buddy, buddy, hey. This was not talking. I think he might be dead. He's not dead, he's just nervous. Listen up, buddy, it's going to be okay. We're all friends here even though it's a competition. <laughs> uh. Okay. And then the villain just goes, "Nay." Yeah. <laughs> nay. Oh, he must be from France. <laughs>
1: <laughs> be nice. He's a trans Parlez-vous
0: français? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why did you
0: say <laughs> <laughs> And the award for stupidest thing said on Cold goes to
1: But that's it, that's the writing style, that's Ooh, so boy. on
0: on par with everything we've come up with. Oh no, um, man, I have a degree in dramatic writing for this moment alone. Oh my god, I'm crying. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <gasps> no. So so did we do do we do it? Is that it? Or are we missing anything? Um, I feel like we covered
1: pretty much everything. Um, I can't think of anything that would like really make or break this because it's a very classic children dark children's cartoon storytelling style that we've come up with, which I really appreciate. So so just just one last time, that is the that is bullet. The Lemon of October. Um, And uh, I would say that's a cult classic.
0: I would agree. That's a cult classic.
1: That is a cult classic. Um, I will read all of the outro stuff since you're a guest here.
0: Good because I tried earlier and I was and I got hung up on the fact that John S. Quinn Puerta does not do our outro music no, anymore. Does not do that. <laughs> that's a cultsmith thing. That is a
1: Coltsmith's thing. Um so shout out to John for doing great Ooh. music just in general. Um but Cult Classics is part of the Pocket Podcast Network. A lot of great shows on the network, uh, including Aww. stuff that you can listen to the backlog of. Um no Dice, Ghoul Tag, Steampunks, like everything, even if it's not actively releasing new episodes, still great if you haven't had a chance and you want to listen to something with no pressure, not trying to catch up to anything, would recommend any of those shows. Um, you can find uh, our show on Twitter and Facebook at Cult Classics PPN. Do you have any social medias that you'd like to plug for uh, this
0: show? I do not. Um, I don't exist. I'm a gremlin.
1: So if you want to follow... Daniel, I'm really sorry, but you'll have to follow me instead.
0: <laughs> Do it. Do it. Britty Lee film. Follow
1: me and I will, it will get back to Daniel at some
0: point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, special thanks to Community Access Media um, on my end for the use of the facilities and recording equipment. Uh, Daniel is recording in the comfort of her own home. Yeah.
0: A special thanks to my mortgage company for giving me a loan so I can get a house to record in. Yay! That's how
1: studios work. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. Uh, definitely. Um, and thank you to Jason Shaw of Audionautics for the use of our intro and outro music. Oh, man. And that's a wrap. Straight from the horse's mouth.
0: Disclaimer. The conceptual treatment of a motion picture created during the duration of this audio program is not intended to represent a presently published fictional narrative. The story, all names, characters, and incidents portrayed in this production are fictitious. No identification with actual persons, living or deceased, places, buildings, and products is intended or should be inferred. Original concepts devised during the extent of the audio program are creative property of cult classics. Any usage of current or previous cult classic concepts outside of the aforementioned audio program must include appropriate acknowledgements by the utilizing party.
1: Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.